0: Hi friends, you're listening to the Shattered Ceilings podcast with your hosts Stephanie and Adriana. We're here to discuss the importance of mental health from the perspective of two first-generation immigrants. Join in weekly as we dive into important topics such as relationships, parenting, and cultural barriers. Here we get real and candid as we explore what disrupting the status quo looks like for each of us hi friends welcome back to shattered ceilings podcast today we have a beautiful special guest that i'm so excited to introduce to you guys um i'm gonna let her introduce herself um formally but we have denisa with us today denisa barber um i know denisa and i'll just kind of give like a background i know denisa my gosh more than 10 years ago i think We met, um, our moms were kind of working in the same industry, and I think we stayed friends on social media, but we didn't really keep in touch because life gets crazy. But I always um, just kind of kept track with her on her social media. She's killing it. She's such a hustler. Um, I always admired her hustle. She's super driven, like her mom, successful. And it was really interesting because a couple years ago, Denise actually became a mom for the first time. She has two beautiful little boys. And it was cool to see how um, she juggled being such a hands-on mom with also working. So I always thought, like, I always had this topic of working moms, Um, to do an episode on and I just thought Denisa was the perfect person to come and share her insight with us. So thank you so much for being here with us today, Denisa. Oh, thanks for having me. This is such an honor, honestly. This is my first podcast, (laughs) so I'm excited and anxious all in one. First of many. First of many, (laughs) hopefully, yes. (laughs) I hope so. So can you just like introduce yourself to us, share a bit about your background and your family? Certainly. So
1: um, my parents, I'm an, an only child. My parents came here to Chicago actually in 2001. I was eight. Um, I didn't know you came in 2001 mm -hmm. wow okay quite a a while learning new things (laughs) I guess you can say I'm more American now than Romanian but I still like to think that I've um, held on to the roots of my culture and that mentality in some ways Mm -hmm. Um, and we moved to Arizona in 2004 Mm -hmm. Um, that's been a change and I love the Arizona weather the climate Mm -hmm. the palm trees the do you miss Chicago? You know, I miss my friends and okay. certain aspects of it, but I think Arizona is my home now. Okay, um, and I feel you know at ease here. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, I think I told you I have that seasonal depression,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and especially here in Arizona, that's one thing that's kind of a an offset to Arizona. In my in my opinion, is once it hits, you know, November or October, even the sun goes down rather early. Mm-hmm. So 536, 630, mm-hmm. it's pitch black, Okay, um, where I'm, you know, where it kind of condenses the day and into shorter time to get things done. And especially as a working mom, mm-hmm. I feel more anxious and overwhelmed with having to check off things off my to do list and I just, not you know, know really kind of balancing and juggling everything. Thank
0: you so much for sharing. I didn't know that. Yep. that's definitely maybe I saw my myself but. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we will come on for another topic and yeah. we'll talk about that because that is super real yeah I agree a lot of people I think live here too just because so many days are sunny and that definitely does affect your overall being so you um you have been in Arizona since 2004 mm-hmm. okay and um Tell me a little bit about your background with your career. Well, it kind of just fell in my lap, as
1: I like to say. My mom owned a couple group homes um, in the Phoenix area. And um, I kind of grew up in that industry, uh, helping around, caregiving, Mm -hmm. and then I started to do some management, paperwork, medications. Uh, and this was on the way to med school. Okay. Typically, <laughs> I grew up in a very traditional Romanian family with yes. a forward-thinking mentality, I yes. must say. Mm-hmm. Um, but my parents always guided me, you know, telling me, Denise, you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer; and those are the careers you want to yeah. be a part of. A lot of people <laughs> who can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said, um, on my way to med school, while um, I was in college. Um, my mom said, Denise, why don't you do placement? Mm-hmm. At one point, all of her homes were full. So mm-hmm. I ended up kind of doing this pro bono to families that were coming through her doors. It's wonderful. And guiding them to different communities and resources and mm-hmm. group homes within the nearby area. That's too. amazing. Um, so what, you know, came to be, you know, now my career um, as a senior living advisor, it kind of started off as my mom kind of nudging me, hey, do this, this is, and it provides mm-hmm. you flexibility. Mm-hmm. Um and here I am, what, eight, nine years later, mm-hmm. still doing this now. It's full time. Amazing. So and you're a nurse as well. I'm a nurse. That's I actually okay. went back for my nursing um, degree and, and license, um, as I thought it would be a complimentary aspect to doing what I do. And plus mm-hmm. I love aesthetics. So I'm kind of starting
0: in that that's endeavor. Very here cool. shortly. I can't wait to see you go into aesthetics. Cause that's going to be really, really fun to see that I think transition. That's, not, that's always been kind of in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. So it's kind uh, of like you're rediscovering maybe the things that you'd wanted to do before and kind of right. Integrating them with everything else that,
1: and I think very the cool. senior living industry and, um, aesthetics and really you know kind of proactive aging mm-hmm. um, has so many things in common so kind of the, those common denominators very kind of interesting because cool. you you work with end of life mm-hmm. you know hospice chronic diseases and then you work with the outside person right mm-hmm. kind of making them feel as young and that's as cool. full and as confident as they feel yeah on the outside as mm-hmm. they do inside I love that so, that's so cool super cool um tell us a little bit about your family too Um, my parents have always been super hardworking. I think I have some great role models in them. Okay. Um, you're a mom of two. I'm a mom of two, um, two boys. Um, my oldest is three. My youngest is one. So they're 22 and a half months apart. They keep you busy. They (laughs) keep me busy. I don't know how other moms do it with multiple children. Mm Um, I've always wanted a a big family. Mm -hmm. But, um, and I still want to have a growing family. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a matter of kind of juggling, you know, my career and still providing myself the attention and care that I need as a person at mm-hmm. the end of the day, but also, you know, providing a holistic approach to their up- up- upbringing.
0: So. And I love that because you are super hand- hands-on. Like, if you know Denise in a personal setting, you are such an invested mother, like, in the best sense of the word um you appreciate it yeah i love that about you you take parenting so seriously you realize that you know it's super important to be hands-on and i love that um and i look forward to seeing how you're gonna bridge that gap and maybe teach us kids <laughs> you know i'm trying to teach
1: myself and i'm trying to get all the resources that i can yeah. you know i mean i'm trying to read books but there's mm-hmm. only so much that you can implement right mm-hmm. into your daily life because If there, if, you know, I was talking to somebody, if only there would be a parenting manual, Mm -hmm. you know, you do this and then your kids will do A, B, or C. Mm -hmm. What if they do E, D, or F? And every child is different. And then even then, there's so many different, you know, aspects of, well, they really didn't behave as doctor, Mm -hmm. you know, so-and-so author said, Mm -hmm. what do I do now? And it becomes so overwhelming because we're hit with all this information from online, from reading, mm-hmm. you're supposed to be so invested, you're supposed to be so well-rounded and really understanding and engaging with mm-hmm. your children, but not too, but not too much, mm-hmm. but letting them kind of soar on their own and be independent. It, you know, it's it's almost like there's such a fine line. And honestly, I'm at that stage where although I'm in my mom era, Mm -hmm. um, I need to kind of, you know, see what works best for us as a family unit. Mm -hmm. Um, And at the end of the day, it's what, what makes sense to you, Mm -hmm. because it's your family, right? It's not, I certainly welcome um, input Mm -hmm. and recommendations. Mm -hmm. But I think at the end of the day, it's you know, your life, your schedule, your career objectives, your mm-hmm. dreams, your goals, mm-hmm. your children's personalities that come into play, your
0: upbringing, your morals, your principles, values. Mm-hmm. Right. And it also matters who the recommendations are coming from. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> A lot of times, um, you know, in, we, ha- we definitely go back and forth in the immigrant community because everyone has something to say. <laughs> or I don't know if you've had that, but I've definitely... I've definitely had that, and especially being the youngest. I love my older sisters. They give me great advice, but sometimes it's like your kid. My kids are not your kids. Exactly. <laughs> and every child is so different. And like you said, then you have maybe your spouse's a bringing come into play. So I love I love what you, what you uh, mentioned when you say that. It really comes down to a child just being happy and healthy with their parents. And at the end of the day, we're all learning, but it helps to have the community. And I know you're going to touch on that. In a I little think bit. so. I think having that community is vital, yeah. right? Because if you look at
1: the uh, family unit hundreds of years ago, and, and not just, mm-hmm. um, you know, it used to be so united, it used to be so supportive with mm-hmm. grandparents and intergenerational approach to upbringing, right? Where right. Uh, in a household, there used to be not just the parents, but the children, the mm-hmm. grandparents, the great grandchildren, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody kind of helping in whatever ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and pitching in wherever there needs to be, you know, should somebody not have the time or somebody's sick, right? It's almost like, God forbid you're sick, Mm -hmm. or you say, you know, I need a mental health day, Mm -hmm. or, you know, this is just too much to take in or whatever it is, whether you're stimulated with your children, or you have so much going on with work. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's important to parent out loud. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, asking for help. Mm -hmm. I remember with my um, oldest, um, I almost wanted to kind of bring everything on board and kind of put it on my um, shoulders mm-hmm. thinking that, oh gosh, I was superhuman, human, super mom, mm-hmm. you know, I like I wore that badge, like I'm able to do everything. And although I mm-hmm. am able to do everything, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that I'm going to stretch myself so thin mm-hmm. where I won't be asking and actively receiving help,
0: yes. whether from, you know, in-laws, parents, friends, mm-hmm. why not? Yeah, exactly. And that helps to have somebody in your corner. And that means you're going to be the best version of yourself for your child, And what you said about parenting in a village like that, that's kind of how we grew up, too. I mean, I don't know if it applies to you, but, you know, my grandparents helped raise me. And that was huge, just having that, um, you know, support system, because parenting is not made to do alone. Um, And I think, like you said, us, I feel like we're similar in being kind of type a we want to do it all alone, but we're not created to do it alone. And it's not even for the benefit of us, the kids, nobody's really winning. So definitely parenting a lot. I love that tip. That's, That's awesome. Great. So what inspired you to pursue your career while being a mother? Well, one thing, I mean, this may sound crude,
1: but I always knew that I wanted to have children. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I wouldn't be able to be that stay-at-home mom. I admire wholly, and it's so commendable, the moms that have multiple children, mm-hmm. Um and really commit their lives um, to caring for them and bringing them in the comfort of their of their home. Mm-hmm. And homemaking is really you know it, it's a lot mm-hmm. it is more than a full-time job. Mm-hmm. I was reading an article where homemaking stay-at-home moms um, basically they did a longitudinal study where a stay-at-home mom um, job is equivalent to 2.5. Um, jobs. Yeah, I right? believe that. Full time jobs. I believe that. So if you look at it that way, I mean, honestly, I don't know that I'm cut out, <laughs> to be honest. Yes. To be yes. a stay at home mom, mm-hmm. I've always wanted to um, kind of achieve certain goals for myself outside mm-hmm. of the home. Mm-hmm. Um, still being involved with my children, of course, and kind of, you know, raising them in a an older mentality, but still forward thinking mm-hmm. uh, approach, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So it's I always say I'm very receptive to. Um, newer ways of you know parenting mm-hmm. and uh, you know different ways of disciplining, whether it's a soft discipline or more mm-hmm. um, not spanking manner, but mm-hmm. maybe I don't I, I can't have the, I don't have the words right now mm-hmm. with you know just kind of embodying and, and really holistically approaching, um, your parenthood as a journey, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes as a working mom, it's almost like I want to, um, have, have my day cut out in half, a, you know, half a day I work. Mm-hmm. I'm super productive. And half of the day I'm home with children, but that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. So having that, um, home life work balance is a matter of understanding the concept and the reality that, some days or some weeks, mm-hmm. you may be more invested with, you know, caring for your children. Mm-hmm. While others, your work may necessitate more of your energy and um, attention. Yeah. Right? I love So that it's almost, you, you that. have to be very fluid and mm-hmm. you constantly have, and I was writing in some of my notes, you constantly have to be open to, um, you know, reprioritizing, as I like to say, mm-hmm. your agenda with compassion
0: mm-hmm. and flexibility. Yeah. Right. And that, I don't know how it is for you, but for me, that was really difficult. (laughs) I'm not a person who likes change. And um, I'm a person who, like you said, puts a lot on myself. So just having that grace for yourself to be like, this is a season. Every season has its beginning and its end and just embrace what is in that season. Do your best that you can by your kids and by yourself also, because we'll touch on taking care of yourself, how that really. Just... That's one of my favorite topics. Actually, yeah, <laughs> awesome. well, I'm glad. Yeah. Um, so, were there any particular challenges you faced as a working mom, and how did you overcome them? Like I said, I think I was very adamant
1: about, you know, kind of wearing that badge, like I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. I'm able to have a successful career while still successfully, I think that's the key word, mm-hmm. um, uh, raising my ch- my child or now my children, mm-hmm. right? So I was almost reluctant and you know skeptical to ask for help like Mm -hmm. hey mom you know I have a work meeting and it's going to be lasting longer than I thought are Mm -hmm. you able to pick up Mm -hmm. you know the boys from school or you know really relying on any resource possible like I Mm -hmm. will take advantage Mm -hmm. Um, just about a week and yeah a week ago I had to call one of my friends uh, and say hey I need you to, you know, I need your help. And I need you to watch Lexington for four hours mm-hmm. while I do something. Mm-hmm. And uh, mind you, he was very, well, you know, well, be- well behaved. I still was thinking, gosh, like, oh, I should have not done that for myself. But mm-hmm. retrospectively thinking, that was a good decision. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I always tell my friends, it does take a village, mm-hmm. And don't just rely on your parents mm-hmm. or your in-laws and mm-hmm. grandparents. Mm-hmm. Because you really should be activating all of, you know, like, pulling upon every string possible, because I'm sure if your friends needed, you know, your assistance or your time with their children, mm-hmm. you would be more than happy to help, right? That's really what right. friendship is about. Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of times I think we're our biggest critic. Um, we make up, or I may, I'll speak for myself, make up these scenarios in my head that never exist. Cause like you said, people are happy to help. And I agree for me. I found that peace in mother, mothering and motherhood. Once I started school and working, when I accepted that it's the best to delegate as much Mm -hmm. as I can and to whoever is willing to help. And I want to touch on something that it's probably going to be a sore spot for some people, but a lot of moms think of motherhood without even realizing it, but they treat motherhood like they're crossed to bear in life and Mm -hmm. in them not taking the time for themselves, not asking for help, motherhood becomes the super tiring and exhausting and negative thing where then they're parenting out of anger, frustration, stress, exhaustion, that's not running out of fumes. Yes, that's Mm -hmm. not what parenting is. So I love what you said about that delegating. I think as when you accept that for yourself, and my husband definitely talked to me a lot about that in the beginning, like, you know, your mom wants to help, don't reach out, don't hesitate. My sister's Once I started doing that, I was like, wait, no, like I was telling myself the wrong thing. People are really happy to help every, it benefits everybody because at the end of the day, kids are happiness, (laughs) bottled up and, you know, and
1: they have lots of energy, which I wish I had a fourth of what my children have
0: (laughs) on a daily basis. I agree. So kind of transitioning into um, more of a focus and a spotlight on the immigrant community, maybe because we're both Romanian in many societies. Also, immigrant society, there's often a stigma that's associated with working moms. Can you share your experiences or insights regarding this? Oh gosh, that's a very
1: heavy question there, And I'm sure a lot of I don't want to set you up. Yeah no, no. <laughs> it, no, and it's a lot of you know, working moms and, and just moms from a different culture outside of America, and even you know here in America. I think, you know, being a mom and being a prospering, thriving, sane person is, it's, it, you know, it runs heavy, because we're pulled in so many different directions. Um And I think I was sharing with you, you know, if you're working, where are you working, you're neglecting your children. Mm-hmm. If you're not working, you're not contributing to the household income,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? So it's, it's this double standard across the board. And, you know, and certainly there are you know natural mm-hmm. organic double standards because women are women men are men we all have our different mm-hmm. um you know advantages and disadvantages weaknesses and strengths mm-hmm. but at the end of, at the end of the day i think it's important to realize that you know motherhood in general is hard let alone somebody you know that whether because of their dreams or i mean i, I think it doesn't require justification as to why a mom is working or not mm-hmm. I think that, I think that's what it boils down to, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether they want to um, move forward and progress in their you know dreams. Mm-hmm. Before becoming a mom, I'm sure we all had you know a dream. Mm-hmm. Did you want to do, you know, did you want to be a an author mm-hmm. or did you want to be a bodybuilder mm-hmm. or or whether it's a hobby that has turned into a career mm-hmm. or whether it's you know moving up the um, Um, hierarchy Mm -hmm. in corporate America, Mm -hmm. I think not forgetting the reason why, you know, of who you are, number Mm -hmm. one, as Mm -hmm. as an individual, Mm -hmm. aside from motherhood, Mm -hmm. because I feel that nowadays, a lot of moms and, you know, I, I feel like I'm speaking for many of us, it, you know, especially the first few years as your children are growing and you're finding yourself again, mm-hmm. it's so important to, you know, kind of sit back and say, okay, it, what do I want from life, mm-hmm. from myself, from my goals, my visions, my objectives, mm-hmm. um, and who do I want to count on mm-hmm. to appeal towards mm-hmm. Um You know, while still building the family that I envision for myself Mm -hmm. and achieving those goals financially, Mm -hmm. financial freedom and independence, yeah, Mm -hmm. or just contributing to, you know, your household Mm -hmm. because you want to be, you know, the best possible version of yourself. Whether Mm -hmm. that's a stay-at-home mom, no judge there, Mm -hmm. or whether you're wanting to, you're wanting to be a, you know, thriving career woman Mm -hmm. while still, um, you know raising your children to mm-hmm. the best of your ability right so i think the guilt factor comes into play no Absolutely. matter what mm-hmm. if you're a, stay, a stay-at-home mom everybody will have something to comment on mm-hmm. right yeah whether it we're you know we're immigrants mm-hmm. or not you know it's almost like no matter what decision you take for your own family and for yourself as an individual mm-hmm. won't ever be a good enough response or justification for anybody
0: right And I think that in and of itself is the key to unlocking the freedom in motherhood because once you realize that, I always say this, people will always have something to say. Like if I'm helping you, you love me. The minute I start working on myself, you know, I'm the worst person. Everybody will always have something to say. Why not do the best by you and by your kids and by your family? And it doesn't matter. Like at the end of the day, if you know that you're doing right, by you and your family, that's all that matters. I think so. And yeah. at the same time,
1: you know, that kind of goes into, so, I mean, all these questions have so many underlying topics of conversation that kind of overlap, if you ask me, mm-hmm. um, self-care into motherhood, mm-hmm. right? Um, it, you know, I, it, it's a never-ending, end, never ending evolving process where I'm learning, you know, and juggling and seeing what works, what doesn't, readjusting myself, my mm-hmm. approach, uh, my schedule, uh, again, relying on the proper resources and people and, and within my community and support system. Mm-hmm. But for example, you know, when I had uh, my oldest, um, I didn't necessarily know that it was okay if I went to the gym. Mm-hmm gosh like how dare I go to the gym one hour five days a week yeah right now I'm learning that I that I'm able to implement okay there's kids club Mm -hmm. I pay a little bit more per month Mm -hmm. they have fun with other children right and amongst themselves Mm -hmm. in a you know an indoor playground area Mm -hmm. while I get to listen to podcasts Mm -hmm. listen to music decompress Mm -hmm. do my mental you know Mm -hmm. evolution there and physical Mm -hmm. well-being right well 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 Well, while they yourself, basically, while they're doing kids stuff, Mm -hmm. because there's only so much play that you can do at home, right? So many play dates, right? Right. But so at the same time, it's almost like you need to have a schedule. Obviously, if things come up, you need to kind of be flexible Mm -hmm. when it comes to that. But at the same time, you know, having a regimented, okay, Monday through Friday, this is kind of the, you know, school, come back, Mm -hmm. eat gym they go to the park kids thrive right like that. and then weekends yep. we have more flexibility mm-hmm. uh, not to mention there are so many days off nowadays maybe mm-hmm. right Presidents day and yes. fall <laughs> break is coming out so right um it, it, it's a multifaceted, you know and heavy question with the you know judge judgmental um outsiders mm-hmm. and i may even be you know uh, not just a victim, but a hypocrite of that, because sometimes I, you know, I I, I kind of fall myself, of, I find myself falling into the, oh gosh, I wonder why, you know, that mom or that parent, those parents are doing things in that way. Mm-hmm. But then I need to kind of ground myself and say, okay, well, that's what works for them.
0: Yeah, and see, that's where the self awareness comes into play. And we did an episode on matrescence, and when a mother becomes a mom and learns how to couple her identity of herself with now becoming a mother. And that is such a hard process in and of itself, to have that self-awareness and that confidence in yourself and putting yourself first and penciling yourself into your schedule. I think that's really important. I actually made a note of that in my notes. It's so interesting you touch upon that
1: because if you're not intentional about and putting boundaries with your schedule, both at work Mm -hmm. and within your private personal life, you will never be going out on dates with your husband anymore. Mm -hmm. Just like you need to plan, you know, oh, we have this birthday come a birthday party coming up with, you know, somebody from school at one of my child's um, class. You need to be intentional with your schedule. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, every two weeks, you know, your husband and I, your your, your husband um, and you go on dates, mm-hmm. whether it's dinner, you know, movies, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think being intentional again, having that flexibility. But at the same time, not feeling guilty about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, yeah. it, it's it's such a heavy,
0: it's it's a heavy load to be a mom. Right. And I'll say in the beginning, it's difficult when you first start putting yourself first, putting your marriage first. The first couple of times feels super awkward because it's something that you're doing. But the more you do it, the more you see that the benefits outweigh any consequences, and your kids are happy. You know, they get to spend time with grandparents, with cousins, whatever your child, I mean, I, again, another sore spot, but our children weren't made to stick next to our skirts for their whole lives. Like that's not, that's not natural. Um, we're supposed, we have these kids for 18, 20, however many years God gives them to us in our care under our roof to guide them. Um, and then we have to, you know, let them go and, and do the best that we can to instill the right, um, qualities in them so they can be good members of society. And, you know hopefully do well for themselves but they're not made to stay only next to us and i know that's hard because we love our kids you know more than life more than we love ourselves but in order to be the best for our kids, we have to love ourselves too. And and pencil in that time. And I love that you mentioned that is doing that with intention. Um, Do you have any examples you could provide of where you felt judged or misunderstood as a working mom? Oh, gosh, I remember this um, incident or incidents,
1: really occurrences in life happening, right? Mm -hmm. So my oldest was born, and I uh, went back to work after a couple few months, and I was pumping. Uh, of course, so that I can, mm-hmm. you know, provide milk for him. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's just a necessity. And that's kind of the, you know, a philosophy and approach that I decided upon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was touring with a family as I, as, as I do placement and I had my LV, um, um, p- pumps, which don't require any tubes and whatnot. So they're pretty silent. You just kind of put them in your bra and, mm-hmm. you know, they do their work. Um, and after about 30 minutes of pumping or whatnot, of course they stopped. So I had to, um, Disengage and say, hey, guys, I need to do a five minute break mm-hmm. uh, as I need to empty out my um, pumps mm-hmm. with milk and put it in my little cooler that I was always carrying around with me, I feel. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like I almost got this, you know, like a double, um, a, a, a double approach to, oh, OK, wow. Like how commendable. But at mm-hmm. the same time, like, oh, you must be crazy. Like you have a newborn and you're or working. at home and you're out working Mm -hmm. like how dare you you know so some families and some of my clients were more receptive while others were a little bit off put by that Mm -hmm. and like okay that's so weird you're like you're desperate Mm -hmm. to leave your child Mm -hmm. you know you can't be a stay-at-home mom or sad and you anyways yeah and you're anyways dealing with that in yourself internally and then Yeah, that's difficult. While my baby was at home with my mom, or maybe the nanny, Mm -hmm. right? I'm sure it wasn't easy for you either. No matter what decision you decide upon, it's not easy. Mm -hmm. Like just know that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know. So that was so frustrating because I wanted to tell them, you know, I'm really trying my best,
0: Mm. and I don't know if this is, you know, that makes me the best. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I thank you for sharing that and being so transparent because I know a lot of people, and especially working people, mothers and working mothers can relate to that, um, and that's hard, because you have to, and you'll, you learn, I'm sure you can attest to that, as you go through motherhood, and become more seasoned in a way, or, you know, the years go by, you learn to um, kind of navigate through that, and be able to not listen to those voices, you kind of just like quiet them You have them to out. tune you have some things
1: to. out, and yeah. some people mm-hmm. out, you know, Absolutely. you have to be intentional, and you know, with the people that you have around you. um, And don't be afraid of expelling, Mm -hmm. so to speak, some people, whether they're family or not. Yeah. Uh, Not everybody has valuable insight. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I said, what works for you may not work for me and vice versa. Right. And it's a matter of, you know, having that grace, having that understanding. Mm -hmm. Life is hard as it is. Right. Right. And especially in this day and age, in the 21st century, I feel like we're bombarded with all this information, like read this book, this book. I remember getting all of these, you know, how to parent, how to listen, you know, how to uh, parent so your toddler will, will listen. Mm-hmm. Although I'm reading and touching upon some of those subjects within, the, you know, what, what is written, I feel like I'm just overwhelmed with information because everything is conflicting sometimes. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So at the end of the day, it's just like, what feels right to you? Mm -hmm. so long as you're trying you're being intentional with your time Mm -hmm. and you're spending quality time with your children that's what it comes down to yeah that's that's what it comes down to it comes down to that you Mm -hmm. know um and and really not being not bringing your own trauma absolutely and you know from your childhood oh we're gonna (laughs) do your
0: parenting approach we have to go into that a little bit (laughs) remind me towards the end because I do want to touch on that um but yes I I agree with everything everything you've said and obviously we've talked about um how work you know being a working mom and balancing that time between work and family can be quite demanding can you share any strategies or tips for maintaining this balance like I said you know meditation listening to music
1: I don't know painting coloring mm-hmm. a hobby whatever it is that makes you decompress
0: you have to do you have to build that into your schedule Absolutely, because you go from a job or work to coming home and you're straight into another job because right. that's what motherhood is or being at home a lot of times so that time to decompress and is- you know and, and for for example i think i was talking to you about
1: this a couple of weeks ago when we when we met mm-hmm. by the time that an actual person other another mom or um a, a, a gentleman or whomever is starting work at nine or ten Our, you know, involved, implicated moms already have three or four hours under their belt. Like we are, are, we're already kind of saturated with absolutely overstimulation. I'm I'm exhausted. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Uh, You know, the rooster is singing, and (laughs) there are no alarms. Yeah, uh, it's like an innate, you know, a uh, natural alarm that mm-hmm. goes off in your body. It's like okay, there have you know, to six o'clock or five thirty, whatever yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and building in that, building that into your routine, as opposed to like let's say going on Facebook or social media and scrolling for five ten minutes. I don't know. Read, mm-hmm. listening to music, mm-hmm. breathe. Yeah, uh, and I'm trying to incorporate that. I love or that. Have some type of routine. Get your warm water with lemon. You know, do something that will benefit you, whether physically, emotionally, mentally. Absolutely. And don't yep. feel guilt. Mm-hmm. Or, and if you, or, or if mornings are hectic, mm-hmm. which typically, typically they are, mm-hmm. right? We're getting ready for, to start our day. Mm-hmm. Mom's at work. Mm-hmm. Um, children go to school, drop-offs, mm-hmm. right? And then you start Give your, your work. Money. And then emails, conferences. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just never-ending cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe find time after you put your kids to bed. Mm-hmm. My husband always asked me, Denisa why don't you go immediately to bed mm-hmm. as soon as you put the kids to sleep? <laughs> and I said, you know, because the least I could do for myself is 30 minutes or an hour. Yeah. Whether I watch Netflix, listen to a podcast. To just check out. Read 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. So it's almost like me time. Yeah. Like I deserve it. Yeah. Although I know I'll be exhausted. <laughs> it's the bare minimum, like 30 minutes, an hour. Yeah. That I can do for myself every single day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even schedule you know hiking or whatnot to Mm -hmm. you know at the end of the week or every two weeks schedule something that you know what you will look forward to yeah that is self-love self-care yeah um and that doesn't make you uh neglect your children Mm -hmm. um going out and you know i we discovered this passion for motorcycles and Mm -hmm. we do enduro and whatnot my husband and i went on a um forest trip out in Romania in the mm-hmm. summer. So that was really nice. That's cool. And, you know, for a while there, I I thought, gosh, mm-hmm. I you know, I'm leaving my children with our nanny for half a day mm-hmm. because it's a half a day in endeavor. Like, mm-hmm. how dare I? Mm-hmm. How dare mm-hmm. I leave my children yeah. with my nanny who, you know, they're being looked after, loved, mm-hmm. tended to, they're not dying of hunger or right. dehydration, and you're not doing it every for, day. It's not a pattern you know mistreatment of any right. sort. How dare I go and do something for myself? Yeah, yeah. And I, and I, the thing is, I should not have to justify mm-hmm. self love, self care. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm.
0: That's just, absolutely.
1: That's the norm. Mm-hmm. Whatever feels comfortable to you mm-hmm. is what you should you know engage with, and you should move forward with. Right now, if let's say. you're you're, you're abusing your children or you're, I don't know. Or it's a pattern where you're always, yeah. It's a negative pattern of Mm -hmm. parenting. Mm -hmm. Not that they're, you know, we have to be open. There is no set way. But however, Mm -hmm. there are some, you know, common ground rules Mm -hmm. of you're not going to be, you know, physically abusing your children or Mm -hmm. screaming at them, Mm -hmm. giving them alcohol at the age of six, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So long as I'm not intentionally harming my children, I don't see anything wrong with me in, you know, giving back to myself so that I can be the best possible version, number one, as an individual and as a mom. Absolutely. When you're well-rested, when you look good, when you mm-hmm. feel good, whatever that means to you, mm-hmm. the concept of norm- uh, normalcy comes into play. Yeah. I studied public and global health and anthropology and psychology. Mm-hmm. And like I said, what you consider normal, I may not, right. and vice versa, and that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. It's a matter of you know, kind of seeing from your standpoint and whether we disagree Mm -hmm. we're still amicable Mm -hmm. we're still respectful of each other's decisions right right so again so long as and and to reiterate you're not harming
0: your children Mm -hmm. emotionally physically right mentally right absolutely yeah i agree with all of that um those are great tips thank you um what kind of support system or resources have been essential in helping you navigate the challenges of being a working mom?
1: Uh, I mean, we're blessed to be able to have a nanny, right? It's amazing. That's number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, although my parents are still working, mm-hmm. you know, we we have them as a support system too, so we certainly rely on them. Mm-hmm. And plus, you know, like you touched upon, our children are not meant to be at our hips, on our sides, at our sides 24-7 for the duration of their you know, childhood. Oh, right. So, with that being said, um, they should be benefiting and really engaging with their grandparents.
0: Yeah, it's important. And other developers. We think we're doing the best, but we're not doing the best by them because we're hindering a lot of these developmental stages that need to take place at certain times by constantly keeping them only next to us.
1: And they have so much to learn from so many other people. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, you know, for example, we're very um, strict with with regards to, um, food Mm -hmm. and intake and TV and Mm -hmm. right. So I think expressing, expressing and and parenting out loud and saying, okay, these are, you know, this is our criteria. This is how we do things Mm -hmm. and ensuring that whatever or whoever you have in your support system is going to be respectful of those boundaries Mm -hmm. of how you wish your children to be brought up. Right. Right. Um, I am certainly not one to think that my children will not be eating donuts, Mm -hmm. but I, this is my opinion. I believe, you know, it's important to instill, you know, healthy food um, relationships, especially within the first four or five years of their life. Mm -hmm. And so giving them natural, unprocessed foods, Mm -hmm. I think is the, you know, a a really ideal approach to setting them up for success.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. And that's the foundation really, that's going to carry them throughout. rest of their lives so how do you envision the future of working mothers and what changes would you like to see in society to better support them um goodness
1: like again parenting out loud you know telling your boss or manager or your supervisor your colleagues like hey i have a dentist appointment with my child or my children or whatever's going on they're sick i need to leave her Mm -hmm. from work and like i said having that balance because there won't be this you know continuous ideal harmonious uh work schedule and life schedule at home where you know five hours or six or seven eight hours of work you're committed without any interruptions or mm-hmm. moms mm-hmm. it is bound to happen that somebody from school calls you mm-hmm. your child is sick mm-hmm. somebody bit him mm-hmm. right if if it were they're more in that toddlerhood stage mm-hmm. so i think saying okay and being you know Just being transparent. Absolutely. Like this, I'm a mom. The more of us. I can't hide the fact that we're moms. Yeah. Like that I I don't have children at home that get sick. mm -hmm. Things happen. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe your spouse is working overtime or they're, you know, pulled in one direction more. Maybe a a tragedy or death has happened in the family. Mm -hmm. Right. So you need to be just outright transparent and honest and frank, brutally Mm -hmm. soft and say, okay, I need to leave work Early mm-hmm. for my son's assembly, mm-hmm. what's yep. going to happen? yeah that, that that's kind of how I envision the mm-hmm. future of working moms, mm-hmm. having that you know leisure mm-hmm. and that peace of mind and that ease to say, "I'm a mom, and I'm going to not neglect mm-hmm. my roles and my you know my duties as a mom, as a working mom just because i'm working absolutely and it does yeah. not mean that i will be taking from work mm-hmm. because again it, it, it's you know it, everything is life is is a compensation mm-hmm. there are like i said there are days that you work more you're more committed invested in your work because you have deadlines and it's of busy season or mm-hmm. you know whatever the case may be and then you have days or weeks where your
0: children will require more of you right as a mom yeah in different seasons yeah mm-hmm. for sure and i think the more um the more working moms stand up with that mentality, the more things are going to change because they won't have a choice. I think, especially after COVID, with a lot of people working remotely from home, things have already kind of started shifting. Um, and I definitely, I do I do wish that for sure for the future. And I love what you mentioned. Um, can you share a memorable moment or accomplishment from your journey as a working mom that brings you pride? A working moment that brings me pride. I think
1: just... Being authentic. You know, I'm a mom of two. Mm-hmm. I hope to grow my family um, and relating with people that have the same morals mm-hmm. that I do. Yeah. Um, I'm a chameleon in my workplace. So I can adjust and adapt to different personalities. So that's a plus. Mm-hmm. But overall, I love the person I'm becoming as an individual mm-hmm. and as a mom. Yeah. And, and as a career woman. Proud because of that, Because the more sure. I progress in life and I'm evolving and Discovering more of myself and how I do things and why I do things the way that I do and why I think the way that I think, Um, the self-discovery journey, I feel, is it's just revolutionary to just be yourself again to be raw. Mm -hmm. Some people, you know, may appreciate my posts on social media because they're so they hit home Mm -hmm. to many people, and some people are scared even or I can't find the adjectives right now, but Mm -hmm. they're reluctant to mm-hmm. post their true sentiments and feelings and emotions mm-hmm. as raw as they feel, maybe because they don't have the talent necessarily to put it into words or they mm-hmm. don't have the guts right. to say, okay, this is a yes until it's a no. And when it's a no, it's a hard no. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So setting those boundaries and parameters. Of and being unapologetic about being it. Being un- unapologetic as to why I parent the way that I do. Again, mm-hmm. so long as mm-hmm. I am not harming my child. Right. Um you know, and really working through our traumas, Mm -hmm. because we all have traumas that have been passed from from five, six generations downward from our ancestors Mm -hmm. of depicting and understanding and coming to the realization that we need to keep ourselves continuously sane Mm -hmm. and evolving, you know, and to just be receptive, to be like a sponge, to be like a toddler, mm-hmm. to be like children. Yeah. Um, you know, always evolving, mm-hmm. being receptive to new information, but also kind of filtering out, yeah. you know, people that may not have the best intentions at heart. Or maybe you that don't have the same values that you do, mm-hmm. but nice, you know, in, in a nice manner and, and gracefully say, okay, thank you so much. mm mm-hmm. And kind of keep it at that. Right. Um, success comes in different forms. It's just a matter of, you know, how you perceive it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like small wins every single day.
0: Yeah. right. And motherhood definitely unlocks a different facet. I think of of each, each person who becomes a mom. Um, and it's just been really cool to see your journey. Um, and I have to say, when you are real like that and authentic and unapologetic, like you said, you attract what you are so i think it's been cool to see i'm glad that we reconnected (laughs) as am i after all this time because it definitely helps to have people in your circle who think you know who who not only think but live out you know things not 100 percent the same but this similar to you and who can just be there in that corner to support you so and at the end of the day we're all individuals right Mm -hmm. and i think that's
1: what makes us unique But coming together, you know, in the consensus of, okay, let's see what is best for us, Mm -hmm. you know, having our children play play together, but still, you know, in in ensuring that they're not going to be wild and hitting Mm -hmm. each other, because that's something that, you know, is part of that developmental process of them learning how to regulate their emotions. Mm -hmm. There is no, you know, you have to do this. When Bobby, your child Mm -hmm. who's three or four years old is is hitting Mm -hmm. or not wanting to share you know, his toys, then you have to do this. Mm -hmm. There is no, it's just a matter of being respectful, Mm -hmm. you know, and and again, if something is to happen with regards to um, children fighting or it it just kind of, you know, coming into play and saying, okay, that's not nice and really getting down to their level, Mm -hmm. right? Being authentic and being gentle. Um, I'm part of so many different Facebook groups gentle parenting. And I admire, I mean, I, I wonder, I, I wish I could be a little fly into the lives of moms that keep their cool at all times. Mm-hmm. I have had moments where I thought, okay, I'm going to lose it. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of just breathing and saying, okay, this mm-hmm. too shall pass. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I love the person I'm becoming. Mm-hmm. And although some people may not see eye to eye with me, mm-hmm. um, I've had messages on social media saying, oh gosh, this is a cry for attention. What you're posting, <laughs> you're not everybody's cup of tea or <laughs> champagne. You know, that's people fine. People message you that. Yeah. You have too much time on your hands. Sit so there
0: and write that out. And, and that's message. fine. You know, sometimes yeah. I just read them and just giggle. Um, They're definitely at a different stage in their self-discovery. And that's okay. <laughs> that's you all know. we can say. And that's all
1: we can say. I mean, you yeah. know, I respect... Their opinion mm-hmm. that's wonderful. Yeah, um, I will continue to, you know, evolve on a personal, mm-hmm. a career, every type of level. Hopefully, right mm-hmm. by, you know, engaging in com- thought-provoking conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's, you know, getting a therapist, psychiatrist, psychologist. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're in your master's program for that. So mm-hmm. really bu- bu- building these help health, um, healthy boundaries and healthy um, coping mechanisms. As a working mom, as an individual, mm-hmm. overall I love it. <laughs> I love <you> know, <laughs> there's, I have like five million tabs open in my, in my head, you know, just like my my laptop. Yeah. And I feel like there's so much to be discussed, even mm-hmm. on just one of the questions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I wish we had more time to oh well, you'll like, come
0: touch back on. for sure. <laughs> we would love for you to come back. Um so lastly, just to kind of wrap up, what message or inspiration would you like to leave with our listeners? especially those who may be facing challenges as working moms. Okay, this one I have to grab my notes here. Give me a second.
1: Ultimately, the opinion opinion that really matters is yours. If somebody doesn't agree with what you are doing or how you are behaving, don't feel pressured into changing. Have the courage of your convictions even when others disagree or don't understand. It's not their place to understand. Yes. Number one, let's see. Uh, Forgiveness sets you free. I'm an honest person. And having my integrity brought into question momentarily uh, results in sometimes anger and bitterness. Mm-hmm. And then harboring this would ultimately having, have me into uh, what was it? Harboring this would ultimately have had absolutely no effect on anybody else but me, mm-hmm. right? So when I'm, you know, when I keep all of this bottled up negative emotions in me, mm-hmm. the only person that, that it's affecting is me. Yeah. So it's a matter of releasing that out into the universe and saying, okay, this person, these words, the you know, this person's actions or lack thereof mm-hmm. is, is not for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to let it affect me because it'll just, you know, perpetuate into this avalanche. Mm-hmm. Right. I have anxiety because I'm such a perfectionist. And I've learned that being a perfectionist, as much as it's a blessing, I think it's more of a curse. hmm um, because I, I'm the type of person that either I do it all or I don't do anything That's at all. That's me. That's yep. So sometimes I, you know, that you have to do that catalyst to just start doing something and then it kind of falls into place. Mm-hmm. But I have that fear of again, judgment sometimes, or fear of failure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I know I, I'm sure all the moms, really ever now have um, seen this on social media this is a quote in our society a mother suffers guilt no matter what she does if she's on top of her kids making sure everything's okay she's called a helicopter mom and if she lets them run around as she sits on the side talking to a friend she's neglectful Mm -hmm. she prefers cooking from scratch and organic everything her kids are going to, um, to go crazy on junk food when they go to someone else's house or when they break the leash, as the Romanian community tells me. <laughs> and if uh, she feeds them donuts and muffins for breakfast some mornings because she's in a rush or just because, then her kids are unhealthy. Mm-hmm. If she breastfeeds and doesn't produce enough milk and her baby isn't thriving, then she's a failure. But when she adds formula, she's more of a failure for not giving her baby all breast milk. Yeah. If she stays at home with her kids, she should be working. How can her family financially keep up? Mm-hmm. But if she's working, she's met with their only little ones. Yep. I blink and they're you know it's time's yep. up. Yes. Yep. If she hasn't lost the postpartum weight, gosh, she let herself go. Mm-hmm. But if she did, wow, she must not eat. She's anorexic. She spent she spends hours working out. She's so self invested, mm-hmm. and um, she neglects neglects her children. So in a society that knows everything and places too many expectations on moms, if you listen to everyone else, you're always going to fall short. Yeah. So don't listen and stop feeling bad for your choices. Throw those um, internalized, ec- unrealistic expectations away and do what's best for you and your family. It's called your family for a reason. Besides, if you love your children and try, you're a good mom. So I think kind of putting this at the forefront in mm-hmm. everyday dealings mm-hmm. is legendary, revolutionary, mm-hmm. because there is no set way of parenting, of, yeah. you know, womanhood, parenthood, motherhood childhood Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of what feels natural organic and best for you yeah and your family
0: unit I love that you ended that so perfectly and I love that quote um nothing else left to say I think for now we really just um dove pretty deep for you guys. And I hope that you guys um I know that you're gonna resonate with a lot that was said today. And I just want to thank Denisa so much for I making your time. Thank you. For making time in her schedule to come join us. I know she's super busy. And also just opening up and being so transparent and genuine. It's um very commendable and inspiring and I know that it will um encourage more people to open up about their sure, journey with sure the so. yeah. I
1: want this to be kind of an, a call to action, mm-hmm. you know, just be yourself. Um, don't be too, you know, much of a critic on your own behalf or others mm-hmm. as much as possible. Yeah. Um, right. We're not perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm not the perfect mom, the perfect wife or friend or daughter, mm-hmm. um, granddaughter, but I try my best. Yeah, we do our best. I, yep. I really try my best. Yeah. And I'm getting emotional here. You know, at the end of the day, when I go to sleep, I have that peace of mind. I have Mm -hmm. not intentionally done wrong onto anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, And I try to be the best possible version of myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, different seasons, you know, kind of going with the flow in some um, aspects of life. Mm -hmm. But being the best possible version of yourself, whether it's, you know, taking care of yourself physically. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately, you know, that transpires into how you are manifesting your, you know, career goals, how you're parenting, you're well rested, you're thriving at work, you come home, you're successful. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's, there's so much to say about mm-hmm. motherhood. Um, and it's again, so much, so multifaceted and so complex. Um, but you know,
0: have grace. And your passion definitely translates your passion for motherhood and for being a mom and mothering your kids definitely translates, um, to me and I know to a lot of the listeners. So thank you so much again. appreciate you. You're a wonderful mom and I'm excited to, you you
1: know, kind of tag team certain aspects that are challenging. Yeah. Growing up with, uh, you know, the Romanian community and yeah, having a lot of that backlash at the same time
0: taking the best and leaving you know what doesn't work for you and your family and you definitely mentioned that so i love it thank you guys so much for listening um please go ahead and subscribe on apple podcast spotify youtube so you can keep up with new episode that we'll have coming out again in two weeks if you have any suggestions or you want to make any comments go ahead and do that through our free suggestion box which is in our link tree and our instagram once again thanks for watching guys and see you next time